podcast that takes a look at topics from the generational and gender points of view. I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. And today, Meg, we're talking about jobs. And I have one. (laughs) Congratulations. And Mm -hmm. and the gender bias uh, in those or in those jobs that either exist. Talking about women have never (laughs) been unwelcome in certain okay. jobs don't come in so hot don't come in so hot because you know what we, we got to get into it but first let's kind of set the context I'm so, hot like from, a so from a, a, a generational point of view there were jobs that there were jobs men, yes there, there, <laughs> i would hope there, so okay i'm coming in hot now so let's let's kind of let's kind of back this up a little bit so very nice thank you so there wasn't a time not so long ago when the woman and i say that the woman um didn't really work outside the home but that wasn't always the case because you know way back in the before times like in world war ii when the men were off you know fighting the war uh women went to work and yeah, we did. And then when the men came back, they were like, hmm, I want a sandwich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, want, I want a sandwich. Your new job is to make me a sandwich. And thus Subway was born. And, oh, no. And that, thus, is not, that is not actually how Subway was born. Subway, no, don't at us. Please don't. Please don't sue us. Um, so, again, there was this there's this period of time of about you know five, six years, maybe probably like more like four or five, where women were the workforce and mm-hmm. did everything. Um, you and know, we they crushed it. Yes, she did. Rosie the Riveter. Come on. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. She um, is. And, Have and you, you did seen crush those it. like biceps. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. I have seen the biceps, yes. Um, and then, you, like you really said, seen the biceps? Okay, I'm trying to stay on track here, Megan. Trying. I'm on track. <sighs> what kind of track are you on? The Rosie the Riveter track. <laughs> okay, work with me here. Work with me. Okay, so I can't. Men- I'm a woman. Uh-huh. Oh, very nice. Thank you. Very oh, nice. Okay, okay, I'm done. Then the men came back and they... Wanted their took, jobs back. Well, uh, yeah, they wanted their jobs back. Well, but, 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 but. There's a lot of buts there. Um, mm-hmm. There was also, you know, they came back and their houses, if I'm getting this right, and I'm sure the internet will keep me keep me honest here but they came back and basically hey you fought for you fought for your country uh here's a house yep right and and more or less here's a job so it's very nice of them it was very nice of them so if they, you know, only the, we did that now the men the men went back to work and the women went back into the home now yep. or they had the, 
babies. Well, they had a lot of babies because uh, the men were lonely and they got busy. So, uh, and then, you know, that's where the baby boomers came from. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know aptly named yes but so let's fast forward from that time because i just want to set the stage that it hasn't always been the case that women were socially expected to stay at home and it's just the the case most of the time most of the time now 50s 60s 70s is when women started to say you know what if I want to work outside the home, I can work outside the home. But only in these specific jobs. But only in these specific jobs. Like, you know, a nurse. People that won't have too much freedom, they'll go crazy. They won't know what to do with it. It will be anarchy. They won't wear high heels anymore. What? Well, there was, uh, you know, the equal rights movement yep. where uh, what was interesting is I was watching a I don't know, maybe a documentary or something where there were women who were actively pushing against equal rights for women. You know, basically saying we we want to be, we want to be in the home. In fact, this is where, why would we want to go work? We've got it, you know, we've got it so good. I mean, the men take care of us, Uh, you know, we get to stay at home and, you know, it's, why would we want to go into the workforce? That sounds terrible. I mean, Kind of don't blame them. I get both <laughs> sides. I mean, if I didn't have to work, fantastic. But that's yeah. not because I'm a woman. That's just because I'm lazy. It's because you're lazy. Yeah, it's um, something to do with, you know, what I was assigned at birth. No, it has 100% to do with me and wanting not to have to make my own money, but being very willing to spend other people's money. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm just making my sound like I'm making myself sound like a hundred percent like awesome person. Yeah. Is that on your Tinder profile? I was just oh yeah, wondering. that's that's how I got my boyfriend. Don't want to work. Spend your money on me. If you don't, I'll still spend it anyway. Exactly. Uh so you know, the nineteen seventies <laughs> he's got himself a winner. Um, he's got himself me. <laughs> you. So, uh, where was I? Where was he? Oh, where were we? Where were? Okay, we were in the 1970s. So, growing up, when I was growing up, well, um, you were in the 1970s. I wasn't. I wasn't there. I was in the 1990s. You, you were in the 1990s. So, for me, growing up, yes, uh, there were there were jobs mm-hmm. that you know were pretty much male only and jobs that were pretty much female only. And that's just the way of the world. And that's the way it was. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me and more. Then, well, you know, like nursing, right? Nursing was predominantly, almost exclusively female. Ooh. Te- teaching was predominantly, almost exclusively, not quite, but, you know, female. Um, yeah. There were a few Sec- guys. PE, secretary. the sciences. Exactly. Uh, secretaries, uh, administrative assistants, uh, receptionists. Those were all, again, very much female. I mean, yeah. Can you expect a man to remember that many details? <laughs> it was a joke. I'm, I'm 
torn between saying you're absolutely right and I'm offended. But, How about uh, both? You can laugh and offended. <laughs> I, I am offended. Okay. So, uh, and then on the other side, men, you know, firemen, c- police officers, doctors, truck drivers, doctors, you know, all the cool jobs. Scientists. Um, yeah, exactly. Executives. Right. I mean, mechanics, we'll, we'll get into the glass ceiling in a little bit, but you know, there were, there was a certain, uh, you know, level where it was exclusively white and well, male and likely white. Um, 99.999% of the time white. Yes, absolutely. So that was like the seventies and into the eighties. And then something started to shift. The tectonic plates? Uh, well, culturally tectonic plates. Look at cultural that. Cultural tectonic plates? Ooh, we're cultural getting metaphorical up in here. Yeah. Yes, we are. We broke out the metaphors. Um, so, yeah, in the, in the, you know, my mom uh, worked outside the house uh, almost all my life. Wait, she was allowed outside the house? She was allowed outside the house, yes. What blasphemy is uh, this? But <laughs> how could she do that? She wasn't in the kitchen making sandwiches. How did you guys went hungry, didn't you? I was a latchkey kid. Uh, so For those of you that don't know what a latchkey kid, I uh, I am going to have my father explain that because I was not one. So a latchkey kid is that a child that comes home from school to a pretty much a parentless, well, not pretty much to a parentless house. So you know you. Walked home from school, you let yourself in the house, you got yourself a bowl of, of cereal, you sat and you watched cartoons. And that was your life. That uh, sounds until mom, like a life. Mom and dad came home. Well, you know what? I, I actually quite enjoyed it. Now, before, you know, that was like when I was seven or eight, you know, when I was able to stay at home and not burn the place down. Uh, up till age, seven I would go over to eight? Yeah. You guys didn't leave me by my like by myself until I was like in the double digits. Uh, there is a big difference between the way that I was raised and the way that we raised you. Be honest. Um, Were you just worried I would burn down the house? I was absolutely worried that you would burn down the house. Look, I've only- Tell me you wouldn't burn down the house. Look, I- How tall was I at then? Could I have reached (laughs) the buttons to turn the oven on? I probably could have. Yeah, fair. You you may have. Um- yeah, so there was there was concern for your well being, absolutely uh, concern for the well being of of the home, uh, as well as possibly the neighborhood. So you even know, though it, I begged you, it constantly. was it was best that you were not left unsupervised. But I was a latchkey. Still kid. true today. Absolutely true today. <laughs> um, so I have four so, cats. They always watch me. <laughs> they're always watching and judging. Oh, so much judgment. All the judgment. judgment. All the judgment. But I need it sometimes, you know, keeps me, keeps me in check, keeps my ego from getting too big. Like you think you're, you think you're super awesome. We just watched you go to the bathroom for like five minutes straight. Did not break eye contact. Remember your place. Uh, oh, I miss the days when I could go to the restroom and, and just by myself and not have some animal observing my constitutional happening. Yeah. I did not grow up without that happening. So nope. I'm just nope. desensitized. In fact, I think it would probably be weird if you didn't have I know. I'd watching. be like, <laughs> is, what is this? Is, is this the day I die? 
It's just, where did it go? Why are they plotting? The cats. Have they organized? Oh have no! They, did, <laughs> they realize, have they? They realize they outnumber me, and they have claws. As long as they don't have thumbs, they're fine. Okay, we are off track, so let's get back on track. Let's talk. We're talking about jobs and gender bias. So I will stop with the history lesson and just say that in the 1980s and into the 90s, the landscape changed, and women, you know, entered into the workforce en masse. You know, there were movies made about it, nine to five, working girl, you know, there were, uh, and these were all very positive, very empowering movies for women. Um, and the men did not like it very much. What? White men did not like that women were making their own choices back in the later years or the early years. I am shocked. Insert surprise Pikachu face. <laughs> sarcasm. Sarcasm level 12. Um, oh, only 12. I was trying to get it to a 20. Dang. Oh, well, dang. You didn't quite make it. No. Don't try it again. So that's when you were born. Right? You I, were born in the 90, in the 1990s. I was. You were born in the 90s. 90s kid. Yeah, but I was only four by the end of it. So can I really call myself a 90s kid or am I more a 2000s no, kid? You're more a 2000s kid. Yeah. So Meg, when did you get your first job? At the ripe old age of 16. And what was your first job? Uh, I worked at a movie theater. <laughs> if you could not tell, I did not like it. <laughs> you, I could just the the enthusiasm is is just oh yeah oozing off your voice. But what I would like to point out is that sorry, I'm having word struggles. English <laughs> words sentences, how do they go? I'm right. not sure. Um, I was actually not encouraged, but uh, straight up told by. You guys, you and mom, that when I'm 16, I'm getting a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we wanted you to experience, uh, you know, uh, the value of work and the mm. value of, of earning your own money. Yes. And being self-sufficient. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Build you into a strong, independent human being. I am a strong, independent human being who, you know, watches her bank account drain uh -huh. after every paycheck because... Yeah. You know, the, the best part of making your own money is giving most of it away. <laughs> but yeah, my first job was at 16. I worked at a movie theater, hated it, not because it was a job, because of the movie theater and the management itself. But right. yeah, I've constantly been employed since I was 16 and I am now in my mid-20s. What about you, Dad? When was your first job? And what was it? Uh, my first job, uh, I was 15 years old and it was working as a shop, shop boy, I'll call it. A shop, shop boy? Shop, shop boy. boy. Oh, I need oh, carrots. Oh, shop boy. Uh, I worked for Rug Doctor. and That's an I, old name. Yes. Rug Doctor. I had to answer the phone. Rug Doctor, we're steamy mad at dirt. This is Wade. How may I help you? I am so sorry. Yes. So what I would do, uh, not to get too far into, uh, as you know, the, the machines would come into the shop, they would be broken. I would repair them. And that was when I was 15 years old. Mm -hmm. um, I, and then I have not stopped working since I was 15 years old. 
Interesting. Yeah. So there, I mean, the, I think the longest period where I was unemployed was, you know, for like three, two, three months. So uh, mine was a few days. <laughs> I got very <laughs> lucky there. Yes, you did. Maybe it was like a week, maybe two. Yeah. I have but, not been unemployed less than that. And yeah. And I have to be completely honest. Maybe I've just been like blind to it, but I don't really think I've experienced like gender bias in any of my jobs. How would you know? That's why I said I might not know. That's true. Okay. Well, <laughs> have you experienced gender bias in any of your jobs? It's a great. It's a great question. I don't think that I have. Have right? you employed I mean, gender bias? Uh, I have witnessed gender bias definitely. <gasps> Story times. So, yeah, then the, you know we'll we'll keep names of companies and individuals out of it, but there there have been spill the tea, sis. Give it don't, to me. Don't want to get sued, so uh, or canceled. Um, so uh, sued and canceled. Worst combination. Canceled. Would not Absolutely. recommend. It's happened to no. me three times. One star would not recommend. Uh, so I have witnessed gender bias. Um, and, you know, fairly recently, right, within the oh. last five, 10 years. So That's working in disappointing. So working in technology, as I do. Yeah. Um, it's it, a it man's is. world. And here's the thing. The, the, you know, the reality of it is it is it is a again, a male dominated industry. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, as a hiring manager, I am about hiring diverse diversity and, and being inclusive. And, you know, if uh, an engineer walk comes across my desk, a resume, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I don't so care. You're one that of the, the good white men. Well, but here's the thing that one of the good white men. Yes, I've got I've got the uh, the badge that says I'm one of the good white men. Um, <laughs> but you know there is there's a thought that you even that even saying you know I almost said I don't see gender, and that is the absolutely wrong thing to say, right? Because you have to see gender, you have to see the person, you have to exactly you know. You know see them for who they are and, and how they show up and what they bring to the table. My biggest concern is that we are not as a society, especially in America, we are not encouraging everybody, everybody to pursue, you know, uh, education or uh, technology, science, Mathematics, Absolutely the STEM, not. right? And um, I can attest to that. Like, I remember being younger and like there were things that were for, for boys and there were things right. that were for girls. And like, yeah, science so, to me was always in that boys do science, girls do like English or home ec or art men do the like brain stuff women do the creative stuff 
So are you saying that our educational system is set up in a way that, that, that uh, promotes gender bias? Are you saying that? I believe those words just came out of my mouth and I will say it blunt as day. Yeah. Yeah. Education can be very sexist. It absolutely can. And, and I know that uh, we've got educators that listen to the podcast and they're probably ripping the, you know, the, uh, the dials off their, I almost say radios. Dials? No, no radios has dials. Again, hi. I grew up in the 1970s and 80s. We had dials back then. In we fact, we had getting this podcast on a radio. Uh, <laughs> you work uh, in uh, IT. I will be editing this part out. Oh no! Actually, no, 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 you will be leaving this in. We'll we'll keep this in because you know, again, it, we're coming at this from a gender and generational points of view. I yeah, just showed you- my gender. By generation. Um, <laughs> I thought you were about, about to say you just shouldn't by gender. And I'm like, Dad, it's too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I was trying to say very uh, poorly, not very poorly, is that <laughs> we have educators who listen to this podcast. And I would love to hear from you because we just made a fairly charged statement, right? Saying a hot take. Uh, that you know the educational system is set up uh, to to either passively or actively promote gender bias. I, I said don't... can can okay because can. I will give examples. When I was in middle school, yep, there were quite a few things that were like um like especially made for girls. For IT, for science. Like, I remember at my school, I don't know if this is at every school, but this happened at mine. They were actively trying to get girls interested in science. And I actually went to like a weekend workshop, like two years in a row. That was, I can't remember what it was called, but it was specifically like something girls in science or something like that. And we just learned science all weekend and it was really cool. Yeah. See, and I love that because there's, there are studies uh, that I would love to cite, but I can't cause I don't remember who did them, but there are studies that show that up to a certain age, the, the mixture, uh, you know, the gender mixture in sciences and in technology are where you would expect them to be are, are 50, 50, right? I mean, that's equal. And then in, in junior high school, something interesting happens, right? The the number of of people that identify as female start to drop off pretty precipitously, right? Yeah. And I don't know what's happening there, right? I mean, I have my 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 theories, but there's something happening there. It's not feminine. And it's not feminine. So is that? I think I think that's what. Like I cannot say for certain because no one has ever come out to me and being like science is for men nursing is for women but like I think around junior high is when we start to like more understand and perceive the world around us and if we look at certain things like there's not a lot of women in science but there's a lot of women in nursing 
There's right. not a lot of women in IT, but there's a lot of women who teach. Like you right. just really start to notice right. those see gender right. biases so, and right. you start to be like, so is it not normal for me to like science? Is it not right. normal for men to like to sew? Is this, is this a guy we, thing we, and this is a girl yeah. thing? Because when you're a kid, we, we have, you just really don't care. You're super interested in what you're interested. But as soon as like you start becoming aware of like society and what society says and the pressures of society. I, I just said society so many times it doesn't sound like a word anymore. But <laughs> you start to really care right. what others perceive you as. And, you know, it might not be cool or girly to be like i am super interested in chemistry or i really in my free time i like to take apart computers no usually when you're a girl it's like i like to go to the mall i like to talk right. to my friends i like right. to you know dress up like it's just how things were well i dare say it's still how things are right because yeah, we have we, really we have yet to that much better we have yet to normalize uh a lot of these things right we have yet to have strong um people people who are modeling this behavior right? i mean it's getting better don't get me wrong it's getting better no, it's slowly um, getting better but the key word there is slowly slowly i mean you're you know nursing is no longer just for women right i know nope, we have nurses now I know plenty of mercies. Uh, being an executive is not just for white men anymore, right? Nope. There are plenty, plenty of of you know people who identify as female that are in in positions of of executive power in in today's you know society. Not nearly enough, but they're there. There and again computer programming or technology is not just exclusively for men. Uh -uh. Uh, I am starting to see more and more people who identify as female coming into the workforce and uh, I, it warms my heart. But Yeah, it's awesome. I and I really no want there. that it to continue. It warms my heart. I would love to see where we are in 20 years, right? Because, you know, uh, I think at that point, you know, that's, that's the generation after you i think at that point i would expect that we would see a lot more diversity um and a lot less gender segregation happening yeah i agree i would hope so i really hope that continues because it shouldn't matter what gender you are if you want to do something you should do it but that's just you know a crazy woman thinking for herself well your girl brain's working overtime isn't my it? girl brain is working overtime maybe that's what makes me really good at my job maybe, maybe. because i so, work from home so obviously i can work as long as it's in the home do you think you've ever experienced um you know, where you've been passed by for an opportunity, a promotion, a job change, a special project because of your gender? I wouldn't and necessarily thinking, like because of my gender so mm -hmm. much as there were guys who were buddy buddy with like higher ups. Right. And so they're going to give like, and I wouldn't say like, like special 
like projects but i definitely have had people because i used to work in it's still really a call center but it's still a call center and uh i definitely had some people who were uh not the nicest when i answered the phone like hi can i speak with a man Mm, like oh you can speak to me (laughs) like i'd be much more comfortable (laughs) if i talked to a man and like that's interesting excuse me i'm sorry did my uh tour guide barbie voice turn you off if you want i can go to tour guide ken Will that be better for you, sir? Will that be better for you? <laughs> wow, there's there's still some uh, some unresolved issues. I there, just it thought it was like. hilarious, and yeah. I had more men tell me I have no idea what I'm doing at my job than I had women. Really? And I, yeah, there were men who would be like, "You obviously don't know what you're doing. Let me speak to your manager." Right. Um. I would have to put people on hold to get information and then I would come off hold me like, I'm sorry, sir. I'm still trying to get that information for you. I'm reaching out to other departments. He's like, you should like, you should already know this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> should I? Because you're asking questions. I have nothing to do with my department, sir. <laughs> and honestly, like uh, it sucked, yeah. but it does you know, suck. at that moment I wasn't thinking, Oh, they're being this way because I'm a woman. I was just like, these guys are assets. Right. But that that too chauvinistic asshats. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Oh, and I cannot tell you how many men, and they were almost exclusively men, threatened to sue the company I worked for. Yeah, I can imagine. It was wonderful. I'm like, hmm, got some aggression there, do you? <laughs> and you want to take as you want to take that aggression to court, do you? Let's see how well that works out for you. I work for a very good, large company. And uh, you're mad because you can't do something that was obviously written in the rules that you couldn't do? Hmm. How's that going to work out for you, sir? Do you feel better swinging your masculinity and I have lawyers around? But, like, I also noticed that in that job, it was mostly women who worked there. There weren't there were some men who were answering like who would were on the team, but it was mostly women. Hmm. And I wonder if that's because like I think it's thought that women are better at handling people, like are better at customer service, are better at handling children, are better at x y and z right because we so the softer the softer skills the softer skills the right. you're upset i'm gonna take you from an eight down to a two right. and i'm gonna tell you have a great day sir right or ma'am because we are not seen as aggressive most of the time we are not seen oh. as de-escalators yeah we're de-escalators we're not gonna necessarily push you Right. And I could be completely so, wrong there. I wonder what the stats on that are. So let me ask you a question, Meg. Let's kind of flip this around. Do you think that there are jobs where only one gender should work it? 
that it's that, no. that is no i can flat out say no i don't think gender has anything to do with the capabilities one person has like the a guy wants to be a figure skater go for it a girl wants to be a mechanic go for it it does gender does not equal performance just right. like hair color does not indicate performance just like tattoos right. don't indicate performance right. it's yeah it has nothing to do with who you are as a person right you know my meat uh, suit doesn't dictate that i'm gonna you know be in wait a minute whoa 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 did you just say meat suit i 100 percent called it a meat suit Oh, that's awesome. Because that's what uh, it is. Let's it be really honest. Is. It's it a, is meat a meat suit. suit. And the meat oh. suit does not dictate whether I am going to be good at one thing or good at another. Sure, there might right. be jobs where, because women do tend to statistically be physically weaker than men. But that doesn't mean that women are weak and cannot do those jobs right it's just like females are statistically proven to be more detail-oriented doesn't mean a man can't do a detail-oriented job right it's just i think people who claim that jobs are for a certain gender have either known or unknown sexism biases well biases right biases so, they might and, not and, be meaning to but in a way they're being sexist like right. well, and it it doesn't just go towards women sexism isn't just being sexist against women it's being like saying that you know a man can't be a fashion designer if they want to because that's quote-unquote gay or a woman can't be a mechanic because that's quote-unquote like quote unquote butch. Right. I hate those terms. Can I just say? But there are still gonna be people out there, and I've noticed that most of them are in the older generations, not meaning to offend anyone here. No offense taken. No, I, I absolutely yeah, it tends to be people in the older generations that are like, this is man's work, and I'm like, really? Because uh my meat suit is female. Now that said. That said, and again, it's one data point, so one data point is not a trend to make, but no. uh, a few weeks ago on Reddit, uh, I was going down a Reddit rabbit hole. Of course you a, were. About, about this topic, and again, you you don't know who's writing it, and they, yeah. you know, they can, it could be a dog that's writing it, right? They can claim to be whoever they were, but exactly. there were a number of, uh, more than, uh, enough that I caught my attention. There were enough people that were again, claiming to be uh, a certain gender, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be male or female that were advocating for the fact that there are jobs that should, that we're only one gender should work on. All right. May I ask what, like some examples of what these jobs were? Usually it would be uh, like oil rig, you know, worker. Okay. Right, because you've got a situation where it's highly dangerous, uh, where physical strength is something that you know uh, is beneficial to have. Okay. Uh, you're you're out on an oil rig for 
months and months on end. Um, you know, so again, don't get me wrong. I, I, I am completely aligned with you. I don't see, I don't think that that, I don't think there's a, there are jobs that where one gender should work and we're over the other. I, I know you're just giving examples of what right. other people think. Right. These are not and coming can, from you. And I think and the listeners understand that. I hope so. And conversely, there are, um, you know, there were jobs like a uh, social worker who, you know, they're like, should be, you know, should be more women, if not exclusively women, because they de-escalate. They have a greater opportunity for empathy and sympathy. Um, you know, they are more nurturing and more caring. Um, and again, so what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to illustrate here, Meg, is that as you go down this rabbit hole, you start to look at this and go, yeah, that it sort of makes some sense, right? Not again, not agreement. There's no agreement. And that's how they get you, right? And so, I completely agree with that. But also I have a question. Sure. Do you think that women and men are taught to be certain ways from a child? Like men are not necessarily taught to be nurturing or empathetic. Or is that something that just comes well, naturally? Is it a nature versus nurture kind of thing? Or are women taught to be more de-escalators than, you know, I'm going to stand up for myself instead of like well, appeasing to people or I'm going to be a certain way and not a way that is considered a male trait. Right. Because I, well, the men in my life have been extremely empathetic people, have been extremely right. nurturing people. Right. I have been very lucky to be around men like that. I I don't think I've been around a man who is like toxic masculinity and vice versa. I haven't been around women who are like toxic, toxic femininity. Like I grew up. Mom worked. There were periods where she didn't. She would stay home with us. But mom worked. You worked. Mom never took like. You or mom never told me that's not something you can do because you're a girl. I was never taught that, you know, guys can't do this because they're a guy. So it makes me wonder, where do we get off t saying that men can't be empathetic or women can't be super physically strong? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So can I answer? <laughs> can I, I permit answer? you to answer? <laughs> Thank you. So let's take, again, let's go back to society and let's take a look at what is valued at a very early age between the different genders, right? So Truth. Right? So look how, oh, look at my strong little boy. Look at my pretty little girl. Yes. Look at, you know, so there is, there's shaping that starts very early, right? Mm -hmm. And and so as and again, growing up as as a cis male, I wanted to be strong. I wanted to be that that picture of masculinity, right? And uh, I wanted my girlfriend to be 
soft and, you know, that picture of femininity. And so we, again, we are, we are reared in, in these gender roles that we have, and they're still present today. Oh, 100%. So getting, we're getting, getting, getting better, better but, but still better, still present today, mm-hmm. regardless of where you look, whether it be in the media or whether it be online or whether it be in somebody's household, we're telling little boys and little girls what to value at a very early age. Um, and that, that starts to set patterns of thinking, right? Yeah. And, and, and nobody's, and you're not being corrected, right? No. Or you're not being given anything that's compelling enough to pull you off of that pathway. Um, you know, again, getting better, but it's, it's not necessarily where it needs to be right now. Mm-hmm. So, Let's switch gears a little bit because we're coming to the to the end of the podcast. But I want to, you know, we've I think we've talked around the problem quite a bit. What are some things that people can do, maybe should do, uh, to help to change this dynamic? Well, one, and this is a societal thing, so more than a, a handful of people are going to have to get on board on this. We need to. Fu- we sorry, I will not be swearing. We need to fudging get rid of gender norms. And by that, I mean, we need to get rid of that at a, at like young ages. Oh, look at my strong little man. Look at my like talented little girl. I mean, I know plenty of women who are, could kick some guys' butts. And I know plenty of men who I feel more comfortable talking about my emotions with and women. Right. So we need to stop there because that's where it starts. Yeah. And I think we also, we also need to encourage that it will encourage at a very early age, um, that technology, math, science, you know, the, the more, um, logical, you know, yeah. uh, pursuits. Um, we need to take the gender bias out of those as well. And conversely take the gender bias out of, you know, home economics and sewing and, you know, the things that would normally, normally quote, quote, yeah. be for people who identify as female to pursue. I a hundred percent agree. I think that more people just in general, and this is something I can say flat out, encourage your kids interests doesn't matter what they are doesn't matter what gender they are i mean it does matter what they are if you know the interest is um i'm interested in murder yeah don't don't nurture that but if you see that your kid has interest in science or has an interest in like fashion or has an interest in cooking nurture that crap don't say oh well are are you sure you don't want to like do this like I say like a lot. I've just noticed that. I apologize. Like, like, but I am very fortunate. I grew up with parents that told me, or when I came out to them, I'm interested in this. They, you guys were nurture that like, Oh, you're interested in this. Okay. Let's pursue. Let's see where this goes. But I also know some people that didn't have that, that had the, Are you sure you want to do that? That's 
That's more of a boy thing, or that's more yeah. of a girl thing. Cut that out. And that's that's and that right there is the subtlety of it, Megan. It's it's not even overt where it's like, oh, you can't do that. You're a girl, or you can't mm-hmm. do that. It's it's a. Are you sure you want to do that? Right. Exactly. And it's a condescending, you know, uh, patronizing tone that we take with people just to say, yeah, I don't think that's for you. Yeah. Right? Uh, and it continues into adulthood. We might hear it and like, yeah, I could have very well like, like grown up and been super into IT. I like, I'm fascinated with IT and sciences. I just don't do well with math and like memorizing things and that's just that's that's a that's a me thing but memorizing i like there can be people that like maybe they didn't have super like supportive parents or whatever and they still grew up to be like i'm still gonna pursue this and then like you get to college and people are like are you sure about that yeah like it's not just as kids it's it's all along. It, it's, it's, it's all along. Yeah, right? it's all along. It's all throughout your ages. Maybe you do have super supportive parents, but you don't have super supportive teachers. Maybe you right. have really unsupportive parents, but you have really supportive teachers. Like there are a lot of people other than our parents who influence throughout life. Yeah. And if you hear more nays than yays, of course, you're not going to do something because everyone's telling you that's not the thing to do. And so here's. Here's something that gives me hope and terrifies me at the same time. Oh, no. The fact that. (laughs) Give it to me. uh, The fact that um, we had a female running for president. And (sighs) the fact that we had a female running for president and got as far as Hillary did is amazing. Not amazing. Is is so heartening and so encouraging to me. Uh, What terrifies me is the vitriol that she received oh yeah you know uh in debates uh you know if she got a little you know a little angry you know she now she's hysterical yeah hysterical she got hysterical right um but what terrifies me even more is that i would expect somebody from my generation or older you know when they showed up and and were being complete asshats, as you put it, to her, you know, that didn't surprise me. What surprised me was seeing people of your age yeah, who were parodying, well, at, at best parodying, at worst, believing themselves mm-hmm. that, uh, that, you know, you can't have a woman president because, you know, every month there's that time of the month that she might just push the button because she's got postpartum you know not postpartum depression but you know she's got premenstrual syndrome mm-hmm. and she's gonna you know start world war three yep because that's totally so, something women do on that time of the month yeah we lose the, all reason it's not yep. like you know we just your girl brain short circuits our girl that's brain short happens. circuits and we're gonna be too soft we're not gonna push the hard issues right like you know it, it you can't have a woman as the commander in chief of the military forces because no. they will not, they will not. Uh, uh, so it, yeah, it's the highest job in the land still has gender bias. Oh, hundred percent. I'm going to be completely honest and this sucks and I hope I'm wrong. I don't see us having a woman president 
in the next few years. I think it's going to take a while. And I hope I'm wrong. I pray I'm wrong. Please, if you take this as a challenge, do prove me wrong. Right. But also, like, just seeing, like, this. And also, we don't really encourage women to pursue government jobs. Like, we don't really... You know, it's it's a man's world. I mean, there are plenty of women who do. Right. But also it's that thing of can a woman really do what's considered a man's job? That's what the president has been seen. It's been seen as a man's job. (laughs) Almost exclusively, except for one notable exception, a white man's job. Yeah. Yeah. And like, look how we reacted to that one not white man. Yep. We immediately voted in one of the worst white men. Come at me, Trump supporters. I'm ready for it. Oh, they will, I'm sure. Oh, I know. And I'm not sorry about that. I think that the fact that we broke from tradition, quote unquote, freaked a lot of people out. And they're like, we have to overcorrect. So we're going to overcorrect in the worst way. Right. And that scares me because if that happens, if a woman does get put into the presidency, I pray to whatever deity anyone believes in that happens. Right. But what's going to be the backlash? Right. Are we going to have another situation like that or are we going to be, you know, evolved enough to not have a freak out that it's not a white man? They can't lead. Like I want there to be a a woman president, I really do. But also, I am terrified of the backlash. Like, right. what's going to happen after that? Because we saw what happened after a man of color was the president, and that led to a horrible four years. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm not disagreeing with you as far as the 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 situ or the causes of the conditions that were conducive there's a lot of alliteration there causes of the conditions that were conducive uh, to having Trump elected as president I do believe Obama was part of that I also think that there were other things that were happening as well I don't think I think that you know Hillary being the candidate also helped right because it was yeah here's the thing and and this is i do not agree with the statement i'm just about to say so it's not my statement but too much change too quickly and the society was not ready for was not able to metabolize it was not able to to deal with it because it's like no we we just elected a man of color you know we should get some points for that but you know let's go back to let's go back to the regular scheduled let's go back to whitey yeah, let's go there. Okay, well, great discussion. Thank you for having it with me. You're Nick. welcome. Thank you for letting me come in like a hot tamale. So um, where can the educators and the Trump supporters that want to come at us, how can they come at us? Ooh, you can come at us on Twitter, <laughs> Yes. on Facebook. Yes, the we Facebook. Have, yes, the Facebook. We also have an email, info at gengabcast.com. Come at me. <laughs> all the social media you. you are going to get lit up 
on the social medias. Oh, I look forward to it because one, I'm going to learn some things. And two, I could have some mental and moral superiority over some people. Everyone oh, likes to feel great. Know. Great. Make it on the moral high ground. There's, I don't know if there's anything scarier. There is. Make it on a high horse. <laughs> uh and on that visual uh let's see excuse you it's my segue is it still your segue it's still my segue segue away all right well you know being on top of this high horse all the people Mm -hmm. below me sounds Uh below me are hard to hear but uh speaking of hearing if i were on a high horse yes and i wanted to hear things like this podcast Uh uh, Uh how would i do that well funny you should ask uh you would on your high horse, you would pull out your phone of and course. you would go to wherever you get your podcast, whether it be Google or Apple or Spotify or iHeartRadio or Stitcher. We're there. Not only are we there, but there's this little follow me or follow or subscribe button that you can push. And what that will do, Megan, on your high horse, yes. is that anytime a new uh, episode gets dropped like this one, it will automatically download to your player and be there for you to enjoy as you ride your high horse. That would be fantastic. You mean me and my horse, Montague Pepperjack, can listen to this anytime we want? The horse has a name? The horse has a name. Montague okay. Pepper Jack. Montague Pepper Jack. I'll, I'll remember that. Thank um, you. My high we'll horse will re- appreciate that. We'll have to refer to Montague Pepper Jack in, in an upcoming episode and maybe give away something for people who, you know, who notice. Yes. Um, so um, not only do we want you to subscribe and follow, but we also want you to leave a rating and a review because that helps us climb the charts and helps us get exposure so we can get more listeners, which would be awesome. It would be awesome because That's everyone similar. needs to hear my opinion, my right opinion. <laughs> from your high That's horse. That's a white woman. This is Megan come to you from my high horse. Yeah, there you go. Megan and Pepper Jack coming in. Oh, boy. Well, thank you, Pepper Jack. Montague, Pepper Jack. He says nay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. Thank you for listening to our nonsense. And we look forward to uh, seeing you guys. Well, not seeing you guys. We look forward to you listening to our next podcast. Remember, please stay safe, stay healthy. And remember, we love you and thank you for being a part of our family. Oh, 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 oh,